All right, back on the Ohioan segment two of the day, and some big news. This was kind of breaking. I was kind of surprised by this. Craig's favorite athlete, Brandon, made some news. <laughs> LeBron James. Um, LeBron's the team owner. Uh, he was the owner of Liverpool, which he's remained – well, not the, the main owner, but one of the um, – what do you call it? Minority owners of the uh, Liverpool soccer team over in um, England. And he is also now – a part owner of the Boston Red Sox. Um, he bought into um, Yaki Sports Group, uh, the group that owns the Red Sox and some other things, um, with his buddy Maverick Carter. So LeBron is now the owner of the Boston Red Sox, too. Uh, I am not a baseball fan, Brandon, necessarily, but it's a little bit of controversy up here in the Cleveland area because they're saying, why is LeBron – investing in the Boston Red Sox when he could be investing in our own Cleveland Indians. Um, Brandon, you're a soccer guy, so I'm sure you're interested in LeBron owning part of Liverpool, but what's your take on LeBron why known everything now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's it's kind of like a renaissance guy, you know, just kind of um, gets to have fun with uh, some of the those uh, so it was, it was kind of excessive dollars probably to do some uh, passion projects. So, um, you know, I, it's funny. I think um, uh, speaking of soccer, I think LeBron actually doesn't really necessarily everyone's scratching their heads like, well, it was brought back the Ohio teams because I think he's got some backing over at one of the Los Angeles ones. But, um, um, yeah, um, or at least a, a, fa a simple fan. But, um, yeah, I have nothing really to – to really add on that, it's just it's uh, it's just kind of fun to see what people do with um, with their money, I suppose. Now look out, the, it could be different because you know um, Craig's a, a bigger baseball fan, and Craig's not a lover of LeBron James. Craig, your take on all of this? You know, I, I think the the people that are kind of crying wolf about him not investing in Cleveland teams. I, I mean, if you follow LeBron's history of fandom he has never really been a huge fan of Cleveland sports teams. I know that he's maybe, you know, publicized his love for the Cleveland Browns a little bit more frequently lately because of their success and, and being the Ohio team, but he's always been a New York Yankee fan actually. And he's worn New York Yankee ball caps to Cleveland events. So, and he's also a Dallas Cowboy fan or was a Dallas Cowboys fan. So, um, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more surprised that he invested in the Red Sox because he's a Yankees fan. Um, but I'm also a little surprised, too, uh, that he has invested with the Red Sox. And this may be a strategic plan where he invested in the Red Sox to become the first black partner. Um, you know, he and Maverick Carter, his his business associate, <clears throat> becoming the first uh, black partners with that ownership group. And it's kind of unique too because you know the Red Sox organization over the last several years has faced a lot of uh, uh, scrutiny for maybe you know having you know racism occur at their ballpark um, I know some people have talked about it but uh, Tory Hunter former baseball player Minnesota Twins uh, talked about you know experiencing racism at Fenway Park so you know there's been some you know racial concerns in you know Boston and at Fenway Park. Uh, towards some black athletes, and, and I think uh, this is kind of an intriguing move. Maybe LeBron James is trying to 
to you know become an owner and maybe cut through some of that racism or maybe it was just an opportunity that he felt was too good to pass up he's you know he's investing in one of the most well-known brands in sports with boston and you know maybe there's a reason why he you know invested in boston maybe it's just because it was available and maybe cleveland wasn't you know the dolans are you know the owners there of the uh, cleveland indians franchise and maybe there just wasn't any opportunity to reinvest in any other you know team or maybe he just felt like this was the right time and the right choice because of you know the brand that he's investing in yeah and um to clarify um <clears throat> the the red sox group that owns red sox group also owns uh has a stake in liverpool so in essence he's actually getting a bigger stake in liverpool but yeah and craig brings up an interesting point brandon i mean they're rivals now um that's kind of controversial. I mean, is he doing it because he loves the Red Sox? Or is he doing it because as a Yankees fan, he wants to bring down the Red Sox? Man, maybe the Red Sox should be careful about this. What do you think? I don't think he's going to get – I don't think he's going to have enough say in the day-to-day operations that would really, you know, change the course of the Boston Red Sox franchise. I'm not saying that he's not going to have, you know, a seat at the table here, but – I don't think that, uh, you know, they're going to say, oh, well, you should trade all your best players for, a, you know, a bucket of balls and some sunflower seeds. I, I don't I don't think he's going to have a, a bunch of say in that, you know, kind of day-to-day operations. But um, well, He's the owner. I mean, you know. Yeah, but he's, gonna... not, he's, he's a minority owner. He's not a full-fledged, you know, majority owner. So, yeah, I don't buy I mean, that. I, I was going to feel... say that if this, oh. this news came out like a year ago, or so I made a joke like he needed a baseball team to be in uh, for Space Jam too, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I just need to be a minority owner so I can make some minor Hollywood uh, decisions. Well, maybe like, we need a baseball team to play for. Well, looking, you know, maybe uh, hitting theaters next summer will be Space Slam, where you know, you know, you know, hit, oh, he plays baseball, plays baseball, and how fun would it be if? You know, Fenway Park iconically has the green monster, which is the gigantic left field wall that they have. What if the green monster comes to life and he has to play a game against the green monster and friends to, you know, to save Major League Baseball or something? So maybe Space Slant <laughs> 1 headed to theaters next July. Well, my, my favorite part of today's podcast, and, you know, our first segment you can listen to, too, uh, we started out by – you know, mockingly saying, "Man, Brandon needs to gain weight so he could be eligible for the for the vaccine, the stop COVID." And we said, "Man, maybe he could wear makeup so he can look older." And it was funny. We just threw it out as a dumb idea. At the end, we're begging Brandon not to. We're like, "Brandon, don't gain a lot of weight. It's not good for your health." But Brandon, I, I'm thinking along the same lines as the first segment. You're a big fan of the Columbus Crew now. I don't know if it's their main rival, but the in-state rival is FC Cincinnati. You're not a fan of FC Cincinnati. If you have money, you should buy into FC Cincinnati, and you can kind of do your magic to make sure FC Cincinnati is a great team, you know? <laughs> and yet, you don't. FC Cincinnati doesn't need me to be a bad team, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're, pretty, they're pretty bad right now. All well, the well, but, but to make sure it stays that way, and you don't have to be crazy. I mean, you don't have to say, all right, we're training all our best players, but just make small moves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. say, 
nachos are going to be 50 bucks now. And, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, whoa, what's going on here? You know, you know all, the, all the catered meals after games for the players will be like the highest calorie count Skyline chili, you know, that's on the menu. So <laughs> or, you know, you're, or, you're trying to fatten up the, the, the soccer team, you know, so the players are a little bit more sluggish on the pitch, you know what I mean? Sir, or, is this keto? Is this yeah. not part of our ketogenic diet? Yeah. This is uh, gluten-free gluten spaghetti. Didn't you tell us you were on keto? Why are you giving us this crap, uh, owner Randy? I Come ate, on. I ate this. I ate this every day, and I lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and she's busy being the governor's wife, Brandon. But you could hire Fran DeWine as a celebrity cook. You know, I mean, it'd be it'd be great PR for us to say DeWine's come down. And friends uh, prancing through the lo locker room, giving all the players her brownies. And I'll make them very sluggish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, hey, a, a governor visit to the FC Society would be great. So, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And well, I want to bring this up because a week or two ago, it was on my list to talk about. We ran out of time. But since you guys brought it up, uh, it, it's weird. Space Jam 2, did you see this? They released a plot. And he's struggling to relate to his young son in Space Jam 2, who's more interested in creating games than playing them. So his son draws the attention of a humanoid, which is going to be played by Don Cheadle, and the father-son duo is getting sucked into the Seververse in 3000, where this Don Cheadle's character kidnaps LeBron's son in hopes of stealing some of his followers. What a convoluted plot. I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, I like LeBron. I like Space Jam. I'm sure I'm going to see Space Jam sometime, maybe not the first day. But, you know, I was trying to envision what this plot would be like. And, You're, man. Uh, I, this is the first time I actually heard the plot. I know we had an episode about this, but I never got a chance to read the plot. And it, I was thought for a moment, I just thought you were uh, reading the plot of Jumanji, the next yeah. level. or. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I'm too old, but I mean, as a 46 year old, and yeah, I do technology, I do social media, but man, I'm reading that going, what the heck? It's kind of wild. I like, I like my idea for Space Slam One more than that. I think uh, the Green yeah. Monster coming to life. Yeah, I kind of flinched when we talked about that, but that sounds a heck of a lot better than this crap. My goodness, I mean, come on, come on, LeBron, can't you come up with a better? So, who's on the plot? Green Monsters team? Well, they've got pesky pole down in right field, uh, the, the the infamous uh, curved right field wall that's really shallow. Pesky pole could be like the point guard. Um, you know, they've got that awkward, you know, come to a triangle. Uh, you know, it's like 420 feet to dead center field. Maybe maybe a couple of his players are, you know, are, are in that, uh, you know, on the wall. Another possible player could be the ghost of, of Babe Ruth because they traded Babe Ruth to the Yankees. I think, I think we've got a chance to have a team for the Green Monsters. Um, you know, we could figure something out. And I think that's, what, three or four people right there. You come up with another person, and then maybe you've got, you know, maybe you've got a coach that you can bring back, and, you know, all of a sudden you've got, like, a Monstars team, but it's the Green Monstars, you know. So <laughs> I, think, I think we need to flesh this out into a screenplay and send it to Warner Brothers. <laughs> Or, you know, if they don't own the rights to, to that, you know, maybe we could send it to Netflix. They, they usually, you know, green light most things. So I think we've got a movie. You know, one other thing I wanted to mention about LeBron, I thought this was interesting. 
Um, they did another piece yesterday asking how much LeBron, how much money do we think LeBron may have? And there's <clears throat> speculation. This guy could be a billionaire. I mean, according to basketball reference, he's made over $310 million in terms of basketball salary. Um, from his rookie year to what he's making right now for the Lakers. They're saying that as an 18-year-old, he signed a seven-year, $90 million endorsement deal with Nike. But now uh, that deal, um, he signed a lifetime contract with Nike, which is said to be more than $30 million a year. And again, lifetime, um, which, you know, it's not just for as long as he plays basketball because, you know, LeBron's going to have his marketing name even at 50, 60, and so on. Uh, they're saying that alone could be worth more than a billion dollars. And then now that he's owning um, Liverpool and, you know, he's owning part of the Red Sox, you know, the hope is you make money off that. Man, yeah, I remember, um, you know, covering and following LeBron's career when he was in high school. And we, we, we always knew he was going to be a good player. But, man, I, I never would have thought of LeBron being a billionaire back then. Kind of interesting. Yeah, it seems like that's been one of his goals is to, to really – have a life after basketball and obviously with his Nike deal and, you know, now he's got space jam. I know we've kind of made fun of it, but if it does well, then that could jumpstart a career, whether it's in, you know, producing films or being in movies. And then obviously, you know, with his team ownership, I think he wants to sort of follow in those footsteps of Michael Jordan, who of course is an owner of the uh, Charlotte uh, Hornets um, you know, I think the, the ultimate goal for LeBron is to probably turn his money into profit in the ownership roles. And then at some point, maybe dip his toes into a little bit more of a majority ownership of a team, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, who knows what he wants to do. But um, I'm sure that's probably got to be one of his goals at this point is to try to turn some of this, you know, small investment into a larger investment in the future. Well, in as we talked about, there's ways to support the show. Let me give it a quick plug. Um, you know, that's why we have ads at the beginning of each show. Um, hey, take out bracket in our NCAA contest. I need to get to word out a little bit more about that. And also, listener support. Uh, support our show. You, you know what I mean? Um, be like LeBron. It'd be great. But speaking of listener support, okay, we have our $0.99, cent, $4.99, and $9.99 a month levels. Brandon, LeBron could do more than that. What if LeBron invests in our podcast? How about that? <laughs> well, we're not an Akron podcast, so yeah. other than that, I don't know what we can be appealing. And plus, we had Greg. He probably heard the Greg Morton episode who took pot right. shots at Akron, so we're, we're probably... <laughs> it, it, I'll put it this way. If LeBron invests some of his, and I'm talking money. I'm not talking the nine cents per month level of uh, <laughs> listener support. But if LeBron can invest some of his Red Sox money or his Nike money, we could be an Akron podcast. We could be a LeBron podcast. I mean, I'll talk to LeBron for hours each day. Why not? You know? You're- you're listening to the Ohioan presented by LeBron James. <laughs> or you could call it the LeBron Jamesian and we'll just talk LeBron James yeah. for an hour. Yeah. Craig would oh, love that. I would, yeah. I would, I'll, hey, if he supports the podcast, go ahead. Yeah, let's do it. And, and I'm talking financial support. I'm not but, talking yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, tw- yeah. a random yeah. tweet going, oh, these guys aren't too mean or whatever else the case might be. Yeah. So, yeah, so definitely it should be good. So, 
Hey, we got through LeBron without Craig's blood vessels popping. <laughs> Brandon, this oh, is great. I don't dislike LeBron that to that level. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't have anything against him. I, I'm, I'll watch Space Jam too. You know, he's a great player. He's probably the second greatest player in the history of the NBA. Well, Craig might join you. Um, Craig, you're a Man City fan, right? Over in the Premier League. Uh, not really. Uh, yeah, I mean, more so if I had to pick a team in in the Premier League, yeah, Man City. Well, well uh, Brandon's a Man City. I'm sorry, you're a Man City fan, right, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. How's Man City and Liverpool like? Do they hate each other, or? <laughs> well, they're probably. I don't. I mean, they're. I would say, in a sense of competitive rivals, and in the sense, yeah, it's uh, not like Man, Man U or something where rivalry level, but. Right, so it's yeah, like, but more like just because they they were they were among that they're among the top two teams in the league. I mean, as of up until this year, when Liverpool started like losing every game, home game, and every game, and oh, we don't know what's LeBron going on. on. Well, you never know. Uh, well, was that shortly after LeBron bought him? No, this is this is before. Just this has been going on before LeBron bought them. Maybe oh, he'll go over there and do pep talks. And well, I, I was going to say <laughs> maybe he know, could play. You know, or, or well, I was going to say if if they start losing after LeBron bought him, maybe there's truth to the rumor I threw out that he's just buying teams just to wreck them record wise. <laughs> Maybe well, LeBron's not a fan of uh, Liverpool. Here's, here's, of well, here's right the uh, the poking the hole through the balloon of that argument. Like, um, if you're going to buy into anything, if you're going to invest your money into the Red Sox or to Liverpool or, you know, whoever, it, the Columbus crew, it doesn't matter who it is. If you're going to invest your money to sabotage a team, which the end result would likely mean that you lose money, it just doesn't make sense for a guy that wants to be a you know, multi-billionaire or whatever it may be, you know, just, it doesn't make as much sense because if he, if he goes to Liverpool, owns part of it, and then, you know, dismantles that, that team, then you're basically looking at lost revenue, fewer fan interest, you know, not as much merchandise bought players, not wanting to play there, you know, worsening TV contracts. It would be, it would be a very big detriment for him to invest any bit of money, even if it's like a hundred dollars, and then say, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and lose a bunch of money because we're going to be terrible because I don't like this organization. And, and your legacy would be, hey, every team he bought. Sucked, yeah. You know? and I, don't think he, I don't think LeBron James likes to lose, and I, I okay. definitely don't think he wants to lose even in the world of, you know, of, of English Premier League soccer. I just don't think he wants to be a loser. Last thing before we go, Brandon, um, you know, yeah, the article was talking about, hey, um, you know, he was like Jordan on the court, outside the court. You know, Magic Johnson is the name because, you know, Magic did a lot of business and everything. So LeBron might want to be like uh, Magic, but, uh, Brandon, you might be too young for this, but do you remember the Magic Johnson talk show that was a short one? <laughs> yeah. I uh, know. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was off for about two weeks, so I mean, if you 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 had to be paying super attention, but no, it quickly came and quickly went. So, hey, LeBron, just don't do that talk show late night. You know, I mean, don't you know try the Tonight Show? Hire the professionals. Yes, yes. hire the professionals. Us, us three here. Yeah, and that's why you need <laughs> LeBron. If you need a support podcast, it'll be good. And you know, we're slated. We got to talk about this after. We got to figure out time to. Talk to Dan Tierney. Uh, he got back hold of us, and we'll have to figure out afterwards. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely grovel with Dan Tierney for some of that Ohio marketing budget money. 
boy, I feel bad for Dan Tierney. <laughs> Dan Tierney's like, yeah, I want to go on this show, and we're going to yell at him about more. Well, we'll talk about how progressive Ohio is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we're going to badger him for some of the $50 million of marketing money. Dan's like, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> it should be great. <clears throat> no, but we got to be polite because our, our dream is to have the DeWines on where we could ask them directly about Fran's cooking. That would cap my career, Brandon. I would probably leave the podcast, leave journalism, because where could you go from having the DeWines on the podcast? You know what I mean? There'd be nowhere else to go. I mean, you've you've climbed the pinnacle. Yeah, I mean, whatever heights could you capture in this business? That'd be great. So, the president. Yeah, the president. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess my heights aren't that high, but oh well. All right. Well, well hey, we'll be back one more segment uh, today. Again, if you're checking out for today, um, hey, lots of content here on the Ohioan. Uh, keep up with us. Support sponsors. Try listener support. Um, it's on the top of the website. Click on support. You'll get more information about that. Thanks for checking out the high. We'll be back shortly.